Hey, I'm Matthew. And I'm Colleen. And we have four kids, and they're supposed to be in bed sleeping by now. We are exhausted, so we thought, why not do a podcast where people can listen to our end-of-the-day conversations with each other? You'll laugh, you'll cry, maybe you'll learn something. No, who are we kidding? We're just a couple of exhausted, mostly crazy, very happily married Christians. Are you ready, Colleen? I was born ready. My middle name is ready. Well, my middle name is Chimichanga. I must be hungry. (laughs) How was your day today? It was great. Tell me about it. (laughs) I feel like every single time we start talking about our day, we start with, I woke up. So let's start there. We did wake up. We did that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The the little girl, she came in early in the morning and wanted to snuggle for the first time in a little while, and that was nice. I don't know why she seems to want to do that with you. She will snuggle for a really long time, but with me, she just wants to jump on my head. She does. Well, you're tough. That's why. Yeah, but yeah. it's like, I like a little snuggle with my cricket. But I don't get snuggles with my cricket. You get snuggles. Well, I, I mean, I do get snuggles. But I put the work in. That's why. You do put work okay. in. It's just sometimes I'd like to snuggle with my cricket in the morning, but I only get snuggles in the days, mm-hmm. in the day, in the in the, in the, in the not the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good day. Um, not a whole lot happened. We did school. Um, we did some gardening and... Um, I heard that dad came up oh, yeah, and, that, that, and cleaned out my workshop. It looks great. They put up some shelves and put their gardening stuff up so they could put, I don't know, seedlings. They have a plan. I don't know. I stay yeah, out of it. Some, the, they the, checked on the bees. We have a beehive that's doing really well. Last year, the bees did not survive the winter. Um, my, maybe it was a, we didn't know what we were doing or something, but they look like they're going to do well this winter, so we should be able to get some more honey here. One of the things that we have been really blessed with is that we live we live near both sets of grand, of grandparents, and my dad has taken over the farm. <laughs> he <laughs> listens and, to this him podcast. Him and our oldest. Um, they do so, a fantastic job, too. No, I'm not been, just saying that because I know he listens to this, but he does do a It's been really good. Um, so, so last year he asked about bringing a couple of hives, beehives mm-hmm. up. And of course we said yes. And, um, we have actually encouraged him not only to do just those two, but we have another section of the land that we like to put f- him to put four more on, but it's not like you just set up the hives and then leave them. Like you actually have to tend to the mm-hmm. hives. You have to. Yeah. It's a really big job, a lot more involved than I would have thought. I thought, you know, bees buzz around and then they go in their hive and then you take their honey. I mean, we've all, I've read Winnie the Pooh a thousand times, and that's yeah, what he does. That's all he did. Crashes into the trees. There's always honey. The, yeah. 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 Um, and, and then, and so my oldest son, especially, and, and all the, I think all the children really get involved a little bit, but my oldest son and he are, are really into this massive garden that we have, and they do both a spring and a fall garden. So they're doing a fall garden right now, and, uh, this evening, I took my my the oldest son to his baseball practice, and that was this first thing I asked him how the day went, and he said good. He said, uh, "Big dog came up here and 
They call him Big Dog. That's probably important. Yeah. The grandfather, they call him Big Dog. Yeah. There's none of this boring granddad and grandma around here. So <laughs> Kids all invented names. We all thought they had, oh, well, we'll name them grandma. Or, you know, we thought we had names for them. And we all, when our oldest was born, we thought, what are they going to name him? And, like, we had any control over that. Yeah. We did not. Yeah. So Big Dog came up and, and, and I haven't even looked at the shop yet. So, so. Dad, if I don't talk to you before you hear this, thanks, yeah. I guess. They, they really did work really <laughs> Yeah, hard. I really need to get in there. And, and I used to do a lot of, uh, I used to do a lot of woodworking. When I first got out of the Army, that was something that kind of filled my time. It was very therapeutic. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed it because I got a kitchen table and yeah. a couple of bookshelves and my kitchen island which i love he put wheels on it so it's like extra counter space it's really really awesome he did a great job when we found out when we so colleen and i went through a period of time where the doctors had told us that we would no longer have children mm-hmm. anymore and we were um surprised you know our oldest three are boys and and we were uh, given a great blessing from God that Colleen got pregnant again. It was a, quite a surprise for us. And we found out she was going to be our little princess mm-hmm. girl. And so that one of the things that I built out there and probably put the most time that I've ever built was her crib. You did a lot of research on what you could put on there as far as a stain so that if, in case she chewed oh, yeah. on it, which she never did. She was no. never a baby that... So I built crib. it out of I built it out of black walnut and red oak. It's and so it's very it's very heavy, you know, heavy duty, but put a lot of work into each little piece on that on that crib and I'm hoping that because of the wood and the hardwood and and, and what the work I put into it that I can pass it down to her yeah. and her children um hope, you know, prayerfully someday. And it's still, it's funny because she doesn't sleep in the crib anymore, but we haven't taken it we haven't. down. It's still up. I just, she still climbs in it. She plays yeah. and she puts her baby it's, dolls it's, to bed. And if we have visitors over that have babies, they've slept in the crib a couple of times. It's so where she nice. puts her, her, yeah, her stuffed animals mm-hmm. and stuff. And yeah. it doesn't take that much room, I guess, up in, in, to, in the total scheme of things. So school went good. It did. Um, I, I was thinking about you today and, and how hopefully you will benefit with the listeners in homeschooling because you're such a great teacher. And I'm, I'm hoping that the listener will know that we'd love for you to write to us, ask questions of us. Sure, sure. Especially when it comes to homeschooling. Colleen is very knowledgeable and she loves to help. And she would love to, to, and I'm volunteering her completely <laughs> right now for free. No, I'm volunteering her for money. I don't know if that... <laughs> No, we could do free. That's fine. <laughs> I have been given many uh, free, many free advice. Yeah, many I'm, free I'm advice. good teacher now. <laughs> yeah, good teachers you are, <laughs> free for freeze. For freeze, the no monies. Uh, yeah, I have been given so much help in the past that I am happy to help for free. Uh, any guidance, you can take it or leave it. Um, sorry, I'm saying um a lot because I'm tired. It was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you worked hard. and I really did. It was we, busy for me too as well. We did some really cool science experiments where we talked about perspective and um, why the moon looks close to us. And 
that was fun. It was fun because I didn't have to get out a whole lot of messy things. Sometimes when we do experiments, Matthew comes home and he says, what is that on the counter? It's science. Leave it be. Well, I noticed I knew that you were busy because when I say I, I didn't actually come inside, I, I, you know, our oldest got in the car when I got home and I went straight back out to take him to baseball practice when I came home just now and uh, saw all the books were still out on yeah. the kitchen counter. And here's one thing that I actually noticed was there was a squished fly on one of the kindergarten <laughs> books. So it looks like you got so busy that you got the, to clean up the fly. shut the fly swatter out up before I came and in just here, smacked the fly. I did. I did. That's 100% what just happened. Uh, I was like, oh, I just smacked him and I kept know on Colleen's teaching. busy if she's just teaching and smashing flies. But see, that's how she works. She is a <laughs> multitasker, multi fly killer, and, and, and school teacher all at once. Absolutely. I thought that was I love a, that you saw that because yeah. that's exactly what happened. We were in the middle of a lesson. I didn't want to. I figured that was stop the the story there. So I went to, um, you know, I, we live in a very rural area, and I when I took Kai into town into the city to go to this baseball practice, I got to tell you, I went to Walmart and it was a terrible experience. Why did you go to Walmart? I had to go get so I changed my own oil. In oh, my truck, okay. yeah, I, I refuse to let somebody else do that for me. I don't trust people to do it for me, and it's a lot cheaper, uh, even if I buy. And you know how to do it. He used to have a job as an oil changer. Yeah, actually, right before Colleen and I got married, I was working at Pennzoil. Yes, you did a great job. And you job know too. what? I remember vividly we would change, you know, it was the 10 minute oil change sure. place. We would do a basic oil change for seventeen dollars. Man, I know cheap. In what was that? It was o two, o two and o three? Yeah, nineteen. Seventeen dollars. Good. And now night. it's like sixty bucks or something to go get your oil change. That's you know, crazy. Even for me to do it now, I I bought the oil and the filter and all that stuff tonight. And I have a truck, so it's not like a little bit of oil. It's 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 seven quarts, but. And I don't buy the cheap stuff I buy. My, I still buy pens oil. That's <laughs> so fun. Eat. But it Loyalty was 35 bucks, but it's still cheaper than 60 so I save 25 Plus, it's I, I feel you it's still therapeutic good... for me. I like to make sure that my fluids I, – I like to look at the truck. I don't want somebody else doing that for me. Anyways, so, so it's I not go to this Walmart, huh? and first of all, there are so many people still wearing a communist face diaper. Which is what I call a mask, and that's very disappointing <laughs> to me because it's we don't we are not we're not made to where we live. You don't have to wear one, but there's sure. still enough people that are so scared they don't understand that those things are useless and bad for you. They're bad for really you. Really bad. Take those that's dang masks important. off, people. They're so useless. Anyways, um, so I get out into the parking lot and I notice that there are these there are these these big carts that have like the solar panels and these big poles that go up that kind of look like like telephone poles but there are cameras on top of the telephone poles and there's multiple cameras looking everywhere and they have multiple ones of these all over the parking lot so either they've had a rash of criminal activity in 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 and around that walmart or that's just but that was not there like I don't feel like it's. I feel like the city is new. changing and gotten so degenerate recently huh. that it's just gotten to the point where they're literally installing. And I looked on 
the the company was called or the thing was called Lot Police. So you can rent these. There's they're, like a, they're it's par- like a thing. A par- it's, it's a parking a- lot. Huh. You know, security camera system, and I, I don't. I know that they don't do anything. I'm. I, I assume nobody's looking through there live, or maybe there you is. Know how a lot of people put up security cameras. Didn't make me feel super safe to they, drive in there and go. On. I was a little bit on edge going to that Walmart. Going, mm. I mean, why? You know, if it, if it's that bad, maybe I don't want to go get my oil oil at this Walmart. And it wasn't mm. my usual area, our area, usual area yeah. of town. It's more of a, you know, it's more of a part of town that's more city like. You sure. want to be careful in that area. So, um, and as we were, as I as I was leaving, uh, there was some guy collapsed on the corner. Oh, he knows no. all this. Well, I don't know. He just kind of like collapsed into the grass and started doing snow angels, but grass oh, angels, I like guess. He was, and he was singing real loud a and confused kind of guy. He was well, he was at, not at, at at the best. He was confused, poor and, baby. But you know, it's one of those things where I'm looking at him, going, "Does he need help?" But right. it, it was really traffic. It was a lot of traffic, so he just laid down the grass and he was yelling or singing so mm-hmm. loud that I could hear him from my windows oh my. up. Um. And so I, I got, I was just like, man, I got to tell a listener tonight, just get out of the city if you can't. Got to move out into the country. You're, everything's a, so much more clear out yeah. here. You know, it's just easier to think. Yeah, this kind of Tower of Babel distraction mentality or something. We should go over that sometime. My Tower of Babel mental, my Tower of Babel theory. Um, we'll do that next. Do that, we'll next. do that next time. Okay. Can we? So I wanted to see if you had any other things on your list, or did you just want to go ahead and go to our our Gab um, uh, shout outs tonight? Because I have one, and I'm kind of excited about it. So what? 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 Would you? Do you have one? Or do or I have you, a Gab shout out? Yeah. I not. You don't tonight. Not super so, duper. So I do. I, I'm okay. going to do mine, and, and I, I'm excited about this one. Somebody who just joined Gab, her name is Cassandra Radulich. Uh Miss Radulich, if it's Radulic, I am. I'm sorry, but that's how it sounds. That's how it, that's sounds how in it your head. looks like sure. your name is spelled. Um, she is at Cassie Radulich. Uh, C-A-S-S-I-E-R-A-D-E-L-I-C-H. She was the nurse that was uh, most recently featured on Tucker Carlson. She very bravely stood up to the organization she was working for. Is she the one that lost her job? um, I think she, she, she... resigned more than okay. anything um she has three her three parts of her resignation um letter on gab and i would okay. highly encourage you to take a look at that yep. i'm not going to go into it because yeah it's really it. good um so very brave it's something that i might i'm actually about to have to face most likely mm-hmm. sooner than later uh in the industry that i work for but i refuse to um be i, I refuse to have to put something in my body that is that I am morally, religiously, and practically against. Yeah. And I know that there's a lot of people against it. I know a lot of people have lost their jobs recently, and it should be Medical very Medical doctors, too, and pharm- pharmacists. Um, something, and, and this is, this this will, you know, to, we're recording this on Monday. This won't come out until Wednesday, sure. but um, Project Veritas just came out with a, a an, another video thing, and they went and got inside of Pfizer, Oh, no and they have three Pfizer 
um, scientists, top scientists in their organization, all three of them admitted that if you just got the, if you had the COVID antibodies are far better than actually getting the, the Pfizer vaccine. Interesting. Um, so in fact, the quote is we're, this is literally the quote. So I'm not going to, I'm saying the likes with it. We are like bread and taught to be like vaccine is safer than actually getting COVID. Our organization is run on COVID money now. Ugh. That is That's well, nauseating. And if you, the listener, don't if you don't understand that yet, you know you're just you're not looking down. You're you're looking at mainstream news mm-hmm. still. So, anyways, those, those are the those the Cassie Radelich and or Cassandra Radelich and and uh, so the interesting stuff. I was <laughs> the most exciting part of my day today was when Facebook shut down. That and was Instagram insane. Shut down and. Um, I was, I was, it was so funny to see mm-hmm. because people were panicking and I'm sitting yeah. there going, I told you, yeah. I told you all to get off while you could get off of that communist front. Cause that's yeah. all it is. And it's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. It's just an arena for pedophiles to get on. And we all know this. And for some reason, um, we have too many friends that just can't let it go. And yeah. that's interesting to me that they can't let that, that social media, uh, go. Who was it that said that it's like thumb sucking or something? Is that somebody on Gab? I yeah, thought that was a really was a good way to. To me, I think it was like a, adults who have who have a problem letting go of their binky, mm-hmm. you know, or their or their uh, pacifier. Right, it's their pacifier, and they have a tough time letting go of it. I was thinking about that, and about how a lot of times this um, idea of Idols, you know, in the Bible it says, you know, you shouldn't have an idol. And we think that means um, some object like, you know, a, a, a golden calf. That's an idol. But how do we use or what do we use to calm ourselves down? Is it getting on gab? Is that something that calms us down and, okay, I just needed a brain break? And we can give it a, a any name that we would like to, but a lot of times it is an idol. We allow it to calm our emotions down instead of getting in the Word and praying to God and and giving it over to Him and letting Him be the one to control it. That's it. And I should make sure that it's clear that I am not fretting at all about the future. I, I, we, Colleen and I have been through enough to know and to be able to look back in our lives mm-hmm. and, and be able to see how, how much in control God was. So for us to fret about the future is silly. Yeah. It's ridiculous. In fact, um, it's, 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 it would be, it would be, um, it would be ridiculous to go against that faith that God has given us through the, these experiences. Let's pray as we end tonight. Okay. God, thank you for, for this day. And it was a challenge in itself. And I just pray that the, those who are listening to this are, are also able to be challenged and, but in that, in in their challenges, go to you and, and say, God, Please help me to realize that you are in control. And uh, God help us all to be able to see through the smog that is all of the things that are on the TV or 
whatever it is that, that people look at and get distracted away from you, whether it's the noise of big city or, or the noise of the internet or the whatever it is that they're, that they're distracted by, help us just to go back and try and quiet our, our minds and our lives and our souls and just think about you and talk to you. In Jesus' name. Hey, thanks for listening to the Tired Christian Parents podcast. You can follow us on Gab at Tired Christian Parents, or you can email us at Tired Christian Parents at ProtonMail.com. We'll see you next time.